following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm maybe in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and I really hate anything meta so I'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is, isn't that Ron Artessa's new name <laughs> well add world and peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and Halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Because I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. For all the do-it-yourselfer dads out there, Sears has the largest selection of tools for Father's Day, like this 54-piece Craftsman Mechanics tool set. Made in America. Guaranteed forever. Only $39.99 including case and Sears exclusive quick release ratchet. Or this Craftsman three drawer rally box with tumbler lock. Also $39.99. For thousands of gift ideas you can work with this Father's Day make it Craftsman tools. Only at Sears. Bringing America's best to you. Welcome everyone. Welcome everybody to... No. What are you doing? I'm introducing the show. It's this is what I do, right? No, I, I thought I was doing it this week. No, I told you I was I was gonna do it. No I always do it. Oh yeah. Not all the time. I think I did it like last week. I only remember the times that I've done it. I think you're thinking of the panel discussion. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. That it's this is look, look, this is the easy way to to solve this. Um my dad can beat up your dad. No, I'm not sure about that. I think my dad can beat up your dad. My dad's pretty tough. It's pretty dang tough. I don't know. I think my dad can do it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I'm going to assume a no. He can't do it. I can beat up your dad. <laughs> I promise you, I'm a giant wuss. I don't know. I think my dad could beat up you and your dad together. Oh, no. Oh, those are fighting words. I think that my dad. Triple threat match. My dad can beat up your dad and then look at you and be like, it's going to be okay, son. (laughs) My dad can beat up your dad and adopt you. (laughs) Is there, you know, I was just thinking about that as we're going through this. Is there any your daddy jokes? You know, like your dad joke no because it sounds vaguely sexual <laughs> your dad. or your dad i switched it to your dad like there's your mama joke yeah. you said your daddy first. i know i switched it very quick <laughs> i realized what it was. i realized what i did yeah there's... they used to call me big papa <laughs> why i love what that simpson clip that i found where his dad was where abe simpson was like i used to be with it <laughs> and yeah. now I'm not. And now, now it's it. I found I find weird and strange. So there you go. Yeah, I relate to that so much now. It's not even funny. <laughs> Every time my Twitter uh, tries to tell me what's uh, trending right now, I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's a constant barrage of who are these people? If you're not from a period from the early 2000s and back yeah i'm not tough. quite sure who you are i can tell people who fatty arbuckle is and laurel and hardy yeah but i can't tell you who half of these actors are that they're talking about i yeah i'm out on a lot of it i'm still trying to figure out who timothy charlemagne is and what <laughs> think what relation or whatever comparison he has to tom holland the only reason why i know tom holland is because he was he's spider-man 
Yeah, that's the only reason I know Tom Holland, Spider-Man. The only reason I know the other guy you said, whose last name I don't think I can pronounce correctly, is I think he was in Dune, the new Dune, and I saw that. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, that's what he is from. Okay, thank you for clearing. <laughs> You're welcome. That's legit the only thing I believe I've seen him in, but yeah. I, I Underrated movie, I thought. I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, much better than the original. If you yeah, need- yes. Oh god, yes. Two yeah. two good nap movies I realized from seventies and eighties. Dune, Dune, and Star Trek: The Original Motion Picture. Yes, yes, it, the first one. Yeah, just put it on and just You'll zone right out. You're oh, totally right. Yeah, and you won't miss nothing. No, <laughs> just skip right to Rathacon. Just no, yep, Rathacon, please. Yeah, that's what they want you to do anyway. Trust me, they uh, they're not they're not that proud of that first one. Just fast forward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but happy Father's Day to all the dads out there! And today we are tearing TV dads, just like we did with the TV moms. Yeah. Now Andrew's a dad, of course. He's got some lovely children, and I maybe oh, do. I'm not quite sure. Some lovely children, if you want to call them that. <laughs> Hey, they think I'm great, so I'm going to assume they're also great. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All you got to do for me to think you're awesome is to think that I'm awesome. That's yeah. that's my part. If you're looking for something that could make a mess and never clean it up, yes, my children are absolutely amazing. That's what I am, though. I literally do that oh. everywhere I go. Just a path of destruction that I never clean. Let me. My 16 year old daughter. Uh, so she wanted watermelon. So we just, you know, bought a watermelon. Uh, it turned out to be more of a toy <laughs> than because she just like hacked and slashed it like it was like that fruit slashing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody know, uh, Andrew's giving me like a little hand gesture. So I understand yeah. the slash, what that's slashing you, is. That's how you swipe. There was just so everybody knows there was a phone game. One of the first big phone games where you. With it, throw fruit up and you used your finger to slice it. So she pretty much did that. And then she's been working and then she does softball. So I told her uh, Monday she had the day off and I said, you need to clean up this mess. So then she cleans up that watermelon mess. And then the other half of the watermelon, she decides to play the same fruit slashing game with and then leave that mess on the couch. At least she got the first one. Yeah. <laughs> She also, this is the other great thing about kids is, uh, so I was doing wash. I left some clothes in the washer and I go downstairs to put those clothes, set clothes into the dryer. So I'm like, oh, there's clothes already in the dryer. Must be my clothes. I look down into a basket. There's a wet pile of clothes in there. So I automatically know who did it. It was my wonderful daughter, and I asked her, I, I went through the whole process. I said, what do you do with wet clothes? She goes, put them in the dryer. I said, so why would you not put my clo- all those clothes in the dryer? Well, I had to make sure my work uniform was washed. That is two pieces of clothing. Two pieces of clothing. Do you not know? And I'm also- Just wash them with yours. And I'm also the dad that likes to walk around and turn off all the lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, and I always yell at them now because I'm like, we don't live in New York anymore. We live in the South. Everything's bright and shiny. We don't turn on lights until it gets to nighttime. We don't do yeah. it. I My dad is one of those dads who, when I was a kid, you never slammed a door. He was That would drive. He would he get so mad at any slammed door. Even if it was by accident, he was thinking, I think he would. He assumed you're giving lip or something with a door, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but the one thing that I do remember is this whole were you ra- were we raising are we raising you in a barn type thing, but like he always to this day will just leave the front door wide open because <laughs> he's allowed to. He's oh, I know. Allowed. I would never question him about it. I'm just saying that's what he does. <laughs> I always used to get it more from my mom from like whatever we did. Yeah, like how come you get to do that? And she'd be like, "Do you pay the bills? Do you do that?" Because yeah. now like my wife will be in the pool and 
she'll have a drink and then the kids will be like can i have a drink in the pool be like no you gotta leave it on the deck and they're like well how come mom could have a drink in the pool and i was like and how much do you contribute monthly to all of this and what do you do for the pool uh nothing i'm like well when you start contributing then you can do it i'm not a very my kids find me to be a very annoying dad as my son wants to do my youngest jacoby wants to do a lemonade stand and i am a very much want to teach them things yeah not just gonna be like here you go here's the lemonade i go okay well i'll do this but i'm what you call an investor and i would like a small percentage of all your profits and he's like but i just want to do it and i'm like well listen because now he's watching shark tank so now he's kind of understanding what's going on with that so I'm like, well, listen, I'm putting up all the money. So that means I'm taking all the risk. Yeah. And I'm doing all this. I said, I would like to see a little bit of that money back. I bet Monopoly is a fun time at your house. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's, bad. it's just devastated children everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. No matter what I do, I am horribly hard. We played NHL. We were playing, what is it? The new one, NHL 23. Yeah. And he's and Jacoby's playing with his friend across the street, and his friend across the street, Jacoby's just like smoking this kid at every second. There's this game called Ones, and you just the kind of like one on one, but hot. Yeah. They make it like in a pond, like frozen pond. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, I needed to. You never know. You never know. And so I was like, okay, give me the controller. And Jacoby is a newer hockey fan. So he just knows kind of newer players or players that I've kind of maybe talked about. I'm like, oh, man, they got Tim Mussolini, the Finnish Flash. So I took him, and I just absolutely smoked him. And there's that line in Django Unchained where he shoots the guy, and he goes, I like the way you die, boy. So now every time I beat him in a game, I always go, I like the way you lose, boy. And I just (laughs) rushed him. And I did it once again with the alumni teams, just crushed them at every aspect. And do I say, okay, you know, oh, wow. And no, no. And I think what makes him more is that I don't care if I win. But when I do win, I let him know that I won and how great I am at that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it, it in competition, how much does it matter to you if you lose? That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I feel... I feel like moms are like, okay. Because my wife's always like, well, you just let them win. Why am I going to let them win? Yeah, it teaches them nothing. <laughs> Why am I going to let them win? But my wife and I are very competitive with each other. We almost, I swear, there was probably a phone book out looking for a divorce lawyer one time playing Mario Baseball. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how, oh, man. That's how so, competitive yeah. we are with each You're other. You're a great dad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my kids, I don't. I don't pull any. I don't pull any punches with them. Yeah, but uh, they're still great because they think I'm great. That's all. That's yeah. it. That's they think you're great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're talking about TV dads. We already did the TV mom, where we teared our, the top. I uh, sure did. She was trapped underneath a, t- a coffee table, and she asked for my help, and I helped her out. Well, it took me a couple minutes. <laughs> In and out. That's what I like to do. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> But yeah, now today we're going to tier stepdads. Uh, TV, not stepdads. Good God. That's one of our categories. We're going to tier TV dads. <laughs> Is that, are there TV stepdads? Because that's something that we yeah, do. Yeah, there's got to be step by step, literally. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Brady. Yeah, so there's a lot of those, a lot of those situations, for sure. Oh, there was a TV show called Stepdads. I could have. Oh man, there's also my two dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a couple of stepdads. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, But yeah, so we're gonna tier TV dads today. We have sixteen. I believe you said that we're going to tier. Yes. And uh, uh, I think we're going to have a good uh, smattering of different types of uh, of dads here. A smattering, yeah. Of different types of stepdads and dads. All kinds of dads. Now, I've noticed 
from being friends with you. Is that a Southern expression or a Johnny expression? What smatherin? Yeah. <laughs> I've never I don't know. It's <laughs> smatherin. Is it a real word? <laughs> it was a real word. It sounds like it sounds like a it sounds like a villain. <laughs> like Ninja Turtles or something. It's, it's the smattering. <laughs> I'm gonna look up if that's a word. Maybe it's a word I've been making up this whole time. <laughs> which would be pretty great. Well, Johnny's looking that up. Like you said, we do have uh sixteen uh dads from geez, all sorts of TV eras, even two, I would say three actually one show is still going the other one was just canceled all right so just uh fyi it is a word and it means a small scattered number or amount okay so it's like a scattered little bit basically i've never heard of it but then again my education is from niagara falls high school so well i've just judging from how i talk i shouldn't know what that word is (laughs) but are you ready for your for our first dad Let's do it. Our first dad. That's a great book. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if it is one. Uh, We're going with Uncle Phil, Philip Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We're coming out shooting with a top tier dad right here. Stepdad, really, uh, to Will, because he basically adopts Will. I mean, he's, he's Will's uncle, but is a very famous... Fresh Prince episode where Will's real dad shows up and it's very apparent that Uncle Phil's way more of a dad than his actual dad would would ever be. Uh, Uncle Phil to me is top tier. What are our tiers? We actually didn't even say that. What's our tiers? Our tiers are number one dad, our middle tier is stepdad, and bottom tier is went to the store for cigarettes. (laughs) So Uncle Phil top tier dad in my opinion. Easily. I agree with you on that one. 100%. Yeah. Who does easily, easily. Not only is Uncle Phil, I say, a great father, uncle, whatever. He is just a really great dude. Yes. A million percent. Yeah. Like, just awesome. He seems like one of those uh, dads that... You actually, you know, I've had plenty of friends whose dads are very cool, and like you, like that's one of the highlights of going over to their house when you're a kid is because they have a cool dad, mm-hmm. but actually do stuff with you, and you know, and uh, I think it's what he would be is one of those type of dads is when you self- look forward to, it, even if he's not your dad. Yeah, self-made man, Uncle Phil. Yeah, a judge, right? I think he was a judge on the show. Wasn't that his job? I think yeah, he was, a judge. Oh, he was a lawyer. He was a lawyer, and then he became the judge. Uh, next one, Andy Taylor from the Andy Griffin Show. This is top tier, top tier all day long. Yeah, Andy gives out word words of wisdom constantly. To this day, you can learn how to become a great parent. I feel from just watching the Andy Griffin Show. Yeah, I agree. And as everyone knows, famously, I'm a North Carolina guy. I can't give Andy Taylor anything less than top tier, or this state would disown me. Thankfully, I do agree, though. Yeah. Alan Matthews from Boy Meets World. All right. So I'm just going to repeat myself a lot. Top tier for me. Yeah. Uh, This Alan Matthews of Boy Meets World is such a great example of a dad who gives a crap. You know, one someone who actually cares about what's happening in his kids' lives and in even in his kids' friends' lives. Always gives great advice and is always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so great, great example of a dad right there. Also, he really stood out to me when Sean's dad, the straight left. Yeah. Yes. On it. Yeah. Kind of in the Uncle Phil way. Because that man was a grocery store manager. Already having three kids. And he was like, you know what? I'll take this one. Yeah, they were living well above their means. <laughs> yeah, they were him and Al Bundy. Yes, must have some been of like those jobs. Some of those jobs didn't really make sense because the Matthews lived near Philadelphia, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. So that can't be a cheap place. No, like suburb of Philadelphia. Uh, next one is probably 
one of the most today misunderstood, but I do believe he was voted at least in top five greatest TV characters of all time. And I think is Archie Bunker. And I think he, I, I think he's a top tier dad because he bitched about everything, complained about everything. But do you notice he always did it? If you ever watch All in Family, he let Mike and Gloria live in that house rent free for like years so Mike could graduate college. And he dealt with that stress of having Mike there and everything else and all the differences. But yet I still feel deep inside that man gutted it out for his daughter. If you like I've watched every episode other than I think there's a couple that might be banned. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but Archie worked two jobs. He, he was just, here's a definition of a guy that used to know what it was. And then yeah. it became weird and strange. Yeah. Yeah. But I think to me, Archie Bunker is a top tier dad. Just a misguided individual that, very set in his ways but yet did everything for his family and for his daughter yeah that goes a long way for me if the character despite how they may appear on the outside uh, if you can if they actually do care and he is kind of the epitome of that rough individual but actually cares you know yeah. Which is one of my favorite tropes of characters uh, because it reminds me of my grandpa, I think. <laughs> so, uh, so he's top tier for me. I, lo- I love my grandpa. So, and he also adopts they adopt Edith's cousin's kid at one point because his her father is a merchant marine and he tries to extort money from him to yeah. adopt. And Archie's like, that's no way to do this, and he does it. Danny Tanner from Full House. Okay. All right. So this one's. I think this one's kind of iffy. Well, here's my case for top tier, right? (laughs) Think about this. It's just him now. And he has three girls. And he's got to raise these three girls. And he does. And he brings in his buddy and his brother. Right. And they raised these girls so and on top of that he's a he's like a is he the weatherman or is the newscaster i can't remember he was oh no he had a morning show he was the sportscaster at first yes and that's when he got wake up san francisco that's what i was trying to think of yeah the morning show there because Um, only him and uh mark curry that ever did anything about with the warriors at that point in the 90s Hey man, run uh, TMC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's he's definitely not the go out and get cigarettes kind for sure. He's definitely way better than that. Um, are you thinking middle tier for him? I was. I don't know. I never really like all these other ones. You're like, wow. It matters to me a lot if the character really cares about their children and it's very obvious that he most certainly does did but and he was always there for them it's like family affair where the i felt like the father yeah i brought a family affair i don't know if you've ever seen family affair no okay it's uh pretty much the same premise but, is, it a, is it on a website that I have to like clean my web browser data afterwards? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. This is probably from the 60s and the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people that you might remember. What the you doing, Step Bro? <laughs> the little girl had uh, a doll named Mrs. Beasley. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. And then the butler's name was Mr. French. But Mr. French, you could, t- they, was, they were a very well off family. I don't know where the mother was. But Mr. French cared a little bit more for the kids 
as yeah. like the butler slash nanny, you know, slash like housekeeper thing. But right. you could tell the father loved, but you could see more interaction deep down. I felt between Mister French and the kids. Yeah, this is a side note. Uh, I'll be watching a show and when it's been on for a long, when it was on a long time ago, and I'll go back and rewatch it. Obviously, Doctor Quinn right now is my big thing, but you'll go back and be like, "Oh man, I can't remember what happened to so and so character." So you look and Google, hey, what happens to this character? Because I can't remember. And every show pretty much that had any sort of following has its own wiki, correct? Yeah. Dr. Quinn has its own wiki. And one of my favorite characters on there is Mr. Bray. He's like the old man who runs the the general store in the town. And he starts off being this very gruff uh, old man. His wife had passed away and his daughter uh, had also passed away in her kid. Like he had a lot of loss in his life Sounds and like he was that. very gruff and he seemed very bigoted, even like toward anybody that was different. However, as the show goes, he's one of the characters that actually grows and uh, he starts uh, having, like you start seeing compassion and him actually learning from his mistakes and changing and stuff like that. But if you go to the wiki, all it says is that he's a bigot. <laughs> And if I've never been so bad at a web, internet website, I literally out loud screamed at it like I would change it. Like he's not a big and he learned. He learns, damn it. <laughs> so we're I would agree with you. Let's put him in the middle. Yeah. But I kind of think he's in that weird thing of middle to upper to you know what I mean? He could go either way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if you had told me that you'd want to put him in the top tier, I wouldn't argue against it. Uh, next one is John Seaver from Growing Pains. Okay, I have not seen Growing Pains in a long, long time. Me either, but I threw him on there because I just remember him being like cool dad. Yeah, like he never really. I don't think he really ever did much, but I just remember him being kind of like a cool dad, laid back. Because he was a child psychiatrist on the show. And then he had the office in the house. So he was like stay at home type dad though too. And it can't be easy dealing with Mike. Maggie I think was a news reporter. But then again he was really. I'm going to put him. I'm going to put him actually over Danny Tanner. Because I think I'd rather have John Seaver. Over Danny Tanner. That's a good question. Which one I have as a dad? I want to refer to you on him because it's been so long because I've even seen that show. I'm and I just don't want to think about Mike when I even think about Growing Pains. I'm going with the fact that they did adopt Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know good what thinking. it was. Yeah. Just but for him to be pushed off the side of a piece of floating furniture where there was plenty of room for him. And we all know that. Rose, we're looking at you. But I just remember John Seaver being like the first, like, cool dad like all these other dads are like dads okay like you're gonna learn something they're gonna punish you where john seaver was like the cool dad like he was gonna talk it out a little bit more with you but maybe because that was his psychology background from the i'm gonna refer to you when it comes to cool dads because i know you're the expert on if a dad is cool or not and i'm gonna agree with you on this (laughs) my kids do not agree with anything I am so not cool to the point where Spotify has the DJ. Yes. And the minute it was like, here's some top picks that the editor has trending. And I just skip, 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 skip. And they're like, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, hey, Andrew, here's some uh, some music that you were listening to back in 2017. And it's all just older music. And I'm like, yes, we're going to leave this right here. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, you're talking you're talking to the guy who I like to look every once in a while at the Billboard Top 10 and just recognize all the songs that I don't know who that is and it's literally everyone on the Top 10 minus Taylor Swift. I don't know. I don't know who half of these people are. Watching WrestleMania and then listening to Jacoby go, "Oh, that's a little Uzi Vert." Is he Yes, uh, thank is you. He, is he, did I text you who is this? So is he a gun and a skateboard ramp? <laughs> no, he's a rapper that, that well uh, Oh man, he's, he's gotta be John Morant's favorite rapper if that's what he is. 
jaw. Get your act together. Yeah, please. You're too talented for that junk. All right. Uh, Dan Connor. There's no uh, top tier for me. Um, yeah, a million percent uh, top tier. He was my favorite part of that show. It was him. It was always him. Uh, I mean, Roseanne was fine, but, and I mean, it was her show. But Dan Connor, like, I just remember, do you remember when, I can't remember, what was uh, Roseanne's sister's name? Jackie, and he was going to beat that. Sh- yeah. The, the, he, like, when he found out that her, her, her fellow was, was really laying it into her. He saw a red and immediately was going <laughs> like, I was going to have it coming. Let, let's just say, uh, and that just shows you that he really cares. So, and uh, he, he man, and his daughter's boyfriend, Mark and David, yep. yep. That gave Mark a job or no, or did no, he gave Mark a job before all that. I think. Yeah. I think so. It's something like that. Mark became a very big part of everything. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Connor's <laughs> the best. Top tier. Yeah. Top tier for sure. All right. Next is Tim the Tool Man Taylor. All right. Just from an entertainment <laughs> standpoint, top tier. <laughs> this is another cool dad in a way. Yes. That's what I'm trying to think about. Like, what would it be like? Obviously, it was on a local level. Coming, you know, uh, how would I feel if like my dad was famous locally, right? Like if you if my dad was a known person locally because he was on a very famous local TV station, had a pretty popular local TV show, and that's kind of something that's kind of lost today, right? We don't really have that anymore. No. It's more you. That's more YouTube channels now. Yeah. So like, I guess I'm asking, well, how would you feel if? Uh, someone in your family was like became like a well-known YouTuber or something like that, uh, you know. Because uh, I I would guarantee you people would think, oh, how cool are they? But you know them, you're around them every day, and you're like, yeah, I love them. They're great, but yeah, calm down a little bit. Like they're and how much money and the big vast of things did Tim Taylor cost his family from his shenanigans? Oh, a lot of money, especially yes. building. How long did it take him to build that damn car? Oh, forever. Yeah. And then he just sold it and got another one. Yeah. 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 Man. Uh, he's a top tier dad for me. I just think he's great. He raised three boys. He really did care. It meant a lot to him. He loved spending time with his boys too. Teaching them things too. And teaching them. He loved just being with them. Oh, no, no, no. And like, there were plenty of episodes where, uh, there was miss like he was just trying to, uh, like with Randy Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character, right? Like they were kind of different people, mm-hmm. and those are some of the best episodes of him trying to understand his son, but he wants to, and that's the key there. Uh, so I I gotta say he's a top tier dad for me. I remember I think it was Randy's or Brad's birthday where he builds the dance floor and he tries to make it yes. the dance floor ever. He puts like eighteen coats of wax on there, and everybody starts getting. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I re uh that was a like a year or so ago. I went back and rewatched that. It's still pretty dang funny. <laughs> Next TV dad, uh Carl Winslow. This uh why are we even talking about it? If yeah. you say anything below top tier, I will fight you. <laughs> I this is cements it where I feel we could definitely put Danny Tanner down below. Because a lot of these dads, either they're like the cool dad or you got something from them. I never got anything from Danny Tanner. Like I did. Well, I would just put it to Carl, you like this. Like, well, Carl Who Lund- would you rather talk to? Would you rather talk to Danny or Carl? Oh, and it's Carl, Carl all day long. Yeah. Carl. All day long. Definitely. Can. Not only was he one of the best TV dads ever, in my opinion, but he also helped Bruce Willis out when he did. He did. He did yeah. shoot a kid. Well, we don't talk about that. He did shoot a kid, though. Everybody makes got mistakes. over that. <laughs> he got over that. Everybody goofs up once in a while. He saved Nakiomi Tower. Talk yeah. about getting typecasted. <laughs> it's yeah, you're right. Yeah, roles are cops. But I do get a like now he does these commercials. I can't remember oh, what yeah. before, but okay. I do get a big smile when he shows up because he's he literally plays TV dad on these commercials, and it's, it's just great. So, uh, to me, whenever I hear TV dad, he's legit the first TV dad I even think of. Yeah, I 
he he's just great. The words of wisdom, you know, kind of he does the. I know there's a lot of it, but before it became the Carl and Steve show, yeah, uh, you know, like when to fight, when not to fight. Yes, fight, yes, stuff like that, and that's that's also one of the best endings. One too is when Richie's little friend is like, "Hey." He was like, your uncle looks like your uncle looks like the guy from Fresh, the dad from Fresh Prince. And yes, and he can. <laughs> walks in. James yeah. Avery comes walking in. That yeah. one was great. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one is Michael Kyle from My Wife and Kids. I do not know this one at all. So I'm referring to you for this one. Uh, he's a top tier dad. He's another one. Uh, very much like uncle phil kind of a self-made guy he makes his you know um starts owns his own business it's a moving company he's very uh in tune to his kids lets them know it lets them know like when they're messing up like his son jr gets a girl pregnant and he's like how the hell are we gonna fix this type deal like what are we going to do? But he lets them like move it. They make a room for him in the garage and everything else. And he's just, Oh, it's Damon Wayans. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, it's a great show. I never, even, I never heard of this one. Oh, it is. Um, if it's streaming somewhere, please check out my wife and kids. I used to I'll have to, I like Damon. It's on Hulu. So, oh, it which is. I, which I may have to wink, 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 help, have help with, but, uh, cause I don't have it anymore, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to refer to you here. I do like Damon Wayans. So if you say he's top tier, I'm going to agree with you. Take Damon Wayans is what you know as funny. Yeah. And transfer that into a dad. Okay. He would tell him like stupid dad jokes. Like, what do you call cheese? That's not yours. And they'd be like, what dad? He'd be like, nacho cheese. And like the son's a little bit dumber and he like says something to him and he tries to give him guidance and the son just doesn't fully understand it. The middle daughter or oldest daughter is very kind of like very girly. So he plays into that. Like if she's like, oh my God, she's like, oh my goodness, this happened. He'd be like, Like, what what are we going to do? And then he's got a very younger daughter that is like his like baby that he calls like baby girl and stuff like that. And my dog's going. Um, <laughs> probably because I just screamed in, in a manner. But yeah, Michael Kyle is great. Top tier. Uh, next dead we have here. Oh my goodness. This is probably my favorite dad. It's John slash Jack Arnold from the Wonder Years. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, I think this is the most underrated TV dad there is. And there's two episodes, because normally you see him, he's just this grumpy guy. But there's two episodes, I rewatched this probably about a couple of years ago, two episodes that stand out to me. There's one where him and Kevin are building a treehouse, and they're supposed to be bonding over the treehouse, but what they're bonding over is the well-endowed woman who lives over the <laughs> fence that they can yeah. see. Okay. Oh, that was a very good one. And then there's one where they don't Wayne and Kevin. I hate Wayne. Oh, just saying his name, like irks me. Uh, when Wayne and Kevin are talking to their friends on the bus and they're going over kind of like our opening in a way and they don't know what their dad does. So, he finally takes, I believe, Kevin to work to find out what he does. And I completely forgot what he does, but there's a part where Kevin sees his dad getting chewed out by his boss. And, you know, and he's just taking it and he's talking about, it. he's like, I've never seen anybody talk to my father like that. Like it's, it's crazy. And it kind of shows you as a, as a parent, the crap that we take sometimes at jobs that we don't want to take, but we have to take to provide for our children. And then after he gets chewed out and Kevin sees it, they go and he's like, ah, screw it. Let's go take a 15 minute break. He takes Kevin to like the cafeteria and it's like from the sixties and they kind of bond that way. But that episode stands out for me that this man who 
always seems like he had so much pride in everything else would take that much crap for his family. All right. So you have successfully talked me up from middle tier to top tier. Oh yeah. If you go back and you rewatch the wonder, you haven't seen it in such a long time. So you will fall and you just concentrate on him. You, you will fall in love with John slash Jack Arnold. Like he is just, I think he's an absolute amazing dad. He doesn't want to do certain things. Like when the daughter moves out, he gets upset because they're living together. And obviously it's, the damn sixties, not too many couples that weren't married moved out together, but it's just those things where he's just, he, he's just taking crap. So that's probably why he's yeah. so rough around the edges, but yet there's times where he's very family oriented. Uh, right. The end, he kind of does his dream, but he does it in a way that he can pass it down in the end of the one, the wonder years, spoiler alert kind of like quits his job gathers up all of his money and he buys this furniture making company that ends up getting passed on to wayne but it's i very underrated plus you knew he was kind of underrated and people some people do appreciate him when they pretty much did a whole episode of the goldbergs where it kind of centered around him but not so much where they had him star in there and they and he was at it, and he did have a furniture shop on that show, right? I think he did. When I know what his job, the dad's job was on there. He owned a furniture store. No, Murray, that was Murray. This he played their neighbor, and they were trying to buy the house, that neighbor's house next door. Because they, oh were- yeah, yeah, yeah. man, I'm, I didn't. Uh, I watched the first four seasons. I think of Goldberg's, and then yeah, it gets bad. Yeah, then I stopped watching. Well, the go the guy who created the show leaves it. So, oh, is that what happened? Yeah, Adam Goldberg, the whole show is like it's based around his life to start with. And it literally leaves the show, and he's the one who's behind that new Muppet show um, that's really good. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, he left, and uh, that's when it kind of went downhill, that, in my opinion. Yeah. And then Pops, George Siegel, all right, passed Pops, away. Pops, died. yeah. And something happened with the guy that played Murray where some type of harassment thing or something like that. And then, he Oh was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's off the show. And then that's when it went. Whoop. And yep. I was like, why am I watching this crap? Cause there was no balance between Beverly yeah. and yeah. Cause those first three or four seasons are very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Homer Simpson. All right. So this one's tough, right? I've already made up my mind on this one. He's top tier. Yeah, no, no, he is out for cigarettes. I I don't think so. He's got constantly at a bar. Yeah, but he always comes home. <laughs> That's my argument here. Uh, I don't think I can put him in the bottom tier. I I can't agree to middle tier because he literally chokes his child all the time. So <laughs> I will put him. He's bottom tier for me. I just don't. See, I put a middle. I put a middle tier because there are episodes where it's very obvious he does love his kids and he tries. Oh, when he's uh, Lisa's saxophone and he's going, yeah, saxophone. There's very, there's very sweet moments from Homer and his kids, but yeah, I, I can't put him in a bottom tier because I do think, yes, he goes out drinking all the time, but he always does come back home. I got and you. so I gotta get a middle tier. I can't put him in bottom tier. I got him in the bottom. Uh, Charles Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie, top tier all day long. I will okay. hear no objections. <laughs> I haven't watched Little House on Prairie in years, but that Michael Landon character has always stood the test of time. Yes, for sure. Very strong, supportive dad. One of those you could always talk to. Did everything for his family, and also top tier hair. <laughs> Yeah, for back in those pioneer <laughs> days. Yeah, incredible hair. Very jealous of that hair. <laughs> Very nice hair. Uh, next is, we just kind of talked about him, is Murray Goldberg from the Goldbergs. All right, early season Murray Goldberg, top tier. He's still top tier. Okay, All right, let's just keep him top tier then. He's still top tier. If you ask my kids from recent TV people, who, who would I be? I am Murray Goldberg. So you have a certain chair that only you're allowed to sit in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's spots. I get mad. Like when there's things they 
when they asked me for he reminds me of my other grandpa so much which is probably why i love him the minute uh, my they... grandpa also had uh, a chair that was his chair <laughs> oh. you can, don't yeah you don't sit there or you move um i'm always very you know like what's going on like there yeah. it, there is a classic one and my daughter plays it is one easter i don't know why we were out but we were out and she was looking, I think we were looking, she was looking to buy clothes or something. I'm like, dude, it's Easter. We're down South. All these places are closed. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get directions to go to a target. Cause we just moved here. And she's like trying to like shoot a YouTube video of her trying this new energy drink. So she's like this, got this Alani drink and i'm and it's just me going will you stop would you would you just because i'm trying to like concentrate i'm at that age now where i have to concentrate on whatever i'm doing like there can't be too much noise or anything like that like i need to concentrate on seeing where stuff is i'm like will you just would you just stop that's all i say to her i'm like will you just stop <laughs> and then all of a sudden i find it i go okay i found it let's go <laughs> just like push your phone down. I'm very much Murray Murray Goldberg, where I just, you know, my wife will come home and she'll be like, "Where's the kids?" I'm like, "Oh, Kobe's across the street. I yeah. didn't see him. I don't know. Let's call him." You know. Yeah. One of my favorite things about Murray is I don't remember the exact episode, but there's an episode where what's well, very it's very obvious that uh adam is really into making movies and that type of thing mm -hmm. and murray just doesn't understand that but he accepts that of his son and even helps him with it and it's just a it's i remember that really being a very powerful episode so uh top tier dad for me i love murray he's he's fantastic yeah i love murray next one is bob belcher Top tier all day long, in my opinion, the best animated dad, and it's not even close. I actually have, it's called my Father's Day shirt. I actually got to dig it out. I have the Bob Berger shirt where he's smacking himself in the head and he says, I love you, but you're all terrible. Yes. That I say that to <laughs> my kids constantly. And whenever we're cleaning and doing something, you know, like on the show when he's like, if you were my employees, I would fire you. <laughs> I tell my kids that all the time, but I wear that shirt and they know that I love them, but I do think that they're all terrible. Cause well, here's the thing. That's the very first episode of Bob's Burgers, by the way, that, that he says that I'm a giant Bob's Burgers nerd. I have seen the first eight or nine seasons multiple multiple times over and over that's the show that's my comfort show oh, never okay. has kind of a cover show that's mine is bob's burgers and he's a dad who uh out of more than any other especially when you compare him to other animated dads uh he like he goes above and beyond for his kids they're oh, obviously dude. very important to him and uh you know he's i mean there's multiple episodes about uh, his relationship with his children mm -hmm. um, and how important they are to him. So uh, top tier, not just animated dad, but dad, even uh, Bob Belcher and top tier mustache. Yeah. I just the way that he knows what the kids are thinking when he's <laughs> like, he said something, he's like, no gene. No. Yeah. <laughs> and also this is a, uh, this is also a category in TV shows. Uh, the dad's best friend uh, is a thing, oh, and Teddy is a top tier Teddy. best friend. Yeah. Oh, we should tier best friends. Teddy is yeah. a great friend. Yeah, Teddy is uh, my favorite character on that show. I freaking love Teddy. I. <laughs> yeah, Teddy. put that on our put that up for our future. Let's we're going to tier best TV I, best friends. That has one of the greatest things. It doesn't have to deal with like dads, but Bob's Burgers is when he's peeing next to Mister Fish Odor. Yeah. <laughs> and. You know exactly where I'm going with this. And he's like, and he's like, and he looks at Mr. Fish Odor. And he's like, how come you're not holding it? And he's like, because it's, it's not going anywhere, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, it, has all, it has all kinds of 
amazing line. There's one where uh where Tina goes, Hey, don't count our family out. Our family motto is maybe we'll get lucky this time. <laughs> It's so good. It is. And our final is Master Splinter. Top tier. Top tier. All day. Oh, now. Oh, that's a good question for me because I just said Bob Belcher's top tier animated dad. What about Master Splinter? He's up there too, right below Bob Belcher, I think. The only difference is if Bob Belcher actually knew ninjutsu and taught his children that, like it wouldn't even be no contest. I don't (laughs) think Gene could learn ninjutsu. Hey, you got to, hey, 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 I believe in Gene. <laughs> but uh, Splinter, Master Splinter, top tier. Yeah, definitely top tier. And that is all the names. So- I'm very proud. Okay, let's do this exercise real quick because we didn't have a single person in bottom tier, right? Except for I Homer. I, I put Homer in bottom tier. All right, so let's think of who's a dad who you would definitely put in the bottom tier. We kind of alluded to one. Sean's uh, dad. Sean's dad. I, I would know. know. Oh, no. He comes back, uh, and he's a lot better when he comes back. So I put him in middle tier. But I would say, um, Will's dad from Fresh Prince. Yeah, bottom tier. If we're gonna Dude. go recent Peacemaker's dad from Peacemaker. <laughs> yes, yes, that's yes. a very bad dad. That's an awful dad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, wow. So that uh, Will's uh, Will's dad from Fresh Prince. I would put in there. Somebody actually made this into a list. One of worst dads on TV. Yeah. And Homer is actually on there. I put Peter Griffin on there from Family Guy. Yeah. L. Bundy? Hmm. No. Because when it came down to it, especially with Kelly. Yeah. He beat the crap out of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we, uh, I put on, uh, I'm going to start putting more on. If you follow me on Instagram, Johnny is a cheap plug from our own Instagram. I'm going to start putting whenever we have episodes and know that they are ahead of time. I'm going to start putting questions on there. So we get some feedback. Uh, another one we didn't put on there was uh Phil from modern family. Got a lot of love. Yeah. They got red <laughs> Orman as one of the worst dads. Well, he also made the list of one of the people's favorite dads when I put out that thing. Frank so. Reynolds from always sunny. He's a pretty bad dad. <laughs> George Bluth. Yes, George Bluth is an awful dad. Yes. Frank Costanza. Yes. Yep. Frank Gallagher. I completely forgot about a lot of Franks. Yeah, I hated watermelon. Roger Peralta from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep, he's a horrible dad. Uh. I saw Walter White. I don't think he's the best dad in the world. People were talking about favorite TV dads. It's it's. I think what he did outweighs any good he had. <laughs> he had good intentions, and it yeah, but he but he let that kind of become who he was, and that and he fundamentally changed his morals for that. So, Rick, uh, Rick Sanchez as a bad dad. <laughs> Yes. Well, he even says he is. So, yeah. Uh, I, it's like top Dexter Morgan. Oh, he is a dad later on. But uh, that's one of those moral questions, Dexter. Yeah. I, I know Bret Hart would hate me saying this, but I think Goldberg's a good dad. <laughs> I saw a recent episode of uh, that show that they do where they go around trying to find uh, like old uh, relics from wrestlers. Oh, the treasure show. Yes. Yes. I really like that show a lot. And there was a Goldberg. There was a Goldberg episode and he's there with his, his son. What are you trying to find his one pair of black tights? (laughs) No, he also wore a a leather jacket one time. So they're after that. And uh, he, uh, you can tell that his son really looks up to his dad, honestly, in all seriousness. So uh, that must mean he was raised. He was a pretty decent dad. At least he cared about his son. They said, sorry, Ar- sorry, Bret Hart. <laughs> they said Archie Bunker is a bad dad for all the reasons why we said he was a good dad in a way. I guess it depends on your point of view of it. Tony Soprano, 
Uh, yeah, eh, yeah. But his job, you got to be part of that job. Yeah. But those are some worst ads. I don't want to put Tony Soprano, or maybe bottom tier. No, I would not put Tony Soprano in the bottom tier. Oh, you know what I would do? I would say, hey, this is the tier I'm going to put him in, and then just fade to black before I say anything. Because there was an episode where one of the one of the guys from another family saw his daughter and made some very inappropriate remarks to her about the things and he found out who it was and he found him and he pistol whipped him and pretty much busted out all his teeth i gotta say that's a good dad what about randy marsh oh he's horrible karen stop calling me karen what are you talking about he cares he cares no, he doesn't. About he was his- also Lord. Let's not forget that. <laughs> think about what he did to them britches. Right, do you think he's better or worse than Butters' dad? Oh, my goodness. Butters has like the worst parents on the face. <laughs> he certainly does. One of my favorite lines in any episode oh. is where he's where Butters is following his dad around. Oh, and my- one of the lines he says is, what are you doing with your penis out there, dad? <laughs> That whole episode, it's hilarious when he's like, when he's talking to his mom, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, then he went to this movie and it was Firefighters Nine. Firefighters Nine must have been a real sad movie because he used a lot of tissue, mom. <laughs> Butters is my favorite character on that show, but yeah, <laughs> Butters, that's that's me. <laughs> Did you want to go ahead? The streaming one where he gets all. Eats all the popsicles and just starts bitching about everything. That's what I love <laughs> butters. Like I think you had enough butters. All right, so we've done it. We've tiered uh, TV dads. Yes. What do you think? Uh, do you agree with us? Do you think there's some TV dads we left off that you would have loved for us to try to tier here? Where would you put them? All that kind of stuff uh, on the Nostalgia Funhouse Facebook page. Andrew does a very incredible job over there. Yes, I'm putting up a another TV dad thing for actually Sunday. So that's what I feel. And please go check out my wife and kids, Johnny. Oh, if I remember, I'm knee deep in uh, Dr. Quinn right now. I noticed we like, uh, also that didn't sound right, but you know what I mean? (laughs) I wish Jane, Jane Seymour, quite a beautiful lady. (laughs) Doesn't she have a K jewelers collection? Probably. I don't know. She can have whatever she wants as far as I'm concerned. I'm not going to lie. I used to get her mixed up with Celine Dion. I don't I don't know how you do that. I don't know. One's French-Canadian and one is uh... Canadian-French. <laughs> <laughs> but like Celine's the... French-Canadian, right? Yeah. 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 Jane Seymour was a, a Bond girl, so just Isn't saying the British, I believe so. Yeah. Cause she was a bond girl. Uh, the, the very, very talented lady. I always thought she was. Why is it? I looked up Jane Seymour and then there's a Jane Seymour queen of England. Maybe she's done more than I realize. <laughs> yeah. She was born in England. I'm not even. And I'm mother country, right? I'm not going to say. Wow, she's been married quite a few times. Hello, Gavna. She's been married four times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not always successful in those marriages. No. I think she Trust did. me. I most Maybe certainly see her like, life. Dr. Quinn, like <laughs> marriage counselor or something. Yeah. One. I mean, one time her and. I don't know what number of husband it was, but like they pretty much lost almost everything because of him. I <laughs> uh, wonder which one it is. I don't remember, but I do know that that happened. Dr. Quinn lasted way longer than I thought, too. It's like six or seven seasons. That's pretty good. Yeah. We got to get you on like the Cheers or Bangwagon or something. Oh, my wife and kids. You know, Michael Kyle's great. 
All right, but we've done it. That's our TV dads episode. Happy Father's Day, like Andrew said earlier, to all the dads out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think you realize sometimes how much your kids will look up to you, but they do. So just remember that. Yes. And always watch what you say. Yes. Because <laughs> you never know. Little ears have big mouths. I've <laughs> yeah, heard that was... many, many times over my yeah. years of being a father. With that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.